Rated mature audiences only. A viewer discretion is advised. Broadcasting from the Big Peach of Atlanta, Georgia. A show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. The Patriot Angle Podcast. All right, guys, welcome to tonight's show. Welcome, guys. As you know, or you probably may have known, um, we had some uh, tech issues uh, with our software that we use uh, through Restream. Not sure if it was a, um, a glitch on their system or they were having some technical issues on their end. Uh, but for some strange reason, we could not get the live streaming uh, for our unfiltered Wild Friday tonight. We were supposed to have uh, Soslin, uh supposed to join us tonight, our special guest. Um, we did uh, contact him, and he will be uh, most likely on tomorrow's show. Uh, we're going to be doing a special Saturday show. Um, so uh, look for that uh, tomorrow, uh, Saturday. Uh, hopefully he will be joining us. Uh, you know, he was very understanding about what happened and this and that. But guys, we had a technical issue on our end uh, through the Restream Network. So, sorry we couldn't get out a live stream. I did cancel out the um, uh, the program that was being uploaded to YouTube and Twitch. Uh, so, like I said, guys, not really sure what happened. I know our stream was supposed to be uh, broadcasted to the YouTube network, and you know how YouTube is. You know, sometimes they, uh, you know, they, they they like to shadow ban and, 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 and basically filter out people. So, you know, I'd like to think it was that, but, you know, you never know. You never know, right? But, uh, guys, I wanted to come on here. I wanted to give out a show uh, tonight. Like I said, it's not going to be a live show. As you're hearing it right now, this was a pre-recorded uh, roughly about an hour ago. So right after we tried to do the live stream, uh, producer Eric and I uh, started doing the uh, pre-recording uh, for Spotify tonight. Uh, this episode, like I said, will be on Spotify, Google, and Apple. Uh, so as you're listening to this episode, like I said, it it was a pre-recorded. Uh, I want to get some into some stuff here that I was supposed to get on our Twitch and YouTube show. Uh, Guys, we were talking about uh, this week, throughout this week, the Supreme Court uh, Justice nominee, right? Jackson. Literally being slammed and grilled by a lot of top senators and congressional leaders. Ted Cruz questioning the new uh, Scottish nominee on her record uh, through the child pornography uh, showing records here of just you know literally you know do you believe and and basically questioning her which I touched uh, earlier uh, this week on my show here questioning her 
about what needs to be done. You know, these people don't belong uh, getting a little slap on the freaking wrist. These people belong in jail. It's disgusting. And they're abusing these children. So I agree with Ted Cruz. I agree with Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina. Uh, again, grilling Jackson over uh, the uh, child pornography sentencing. You know, she believes it should be a little, a little light sentencing. Light sentencing? They should be in jail. Check out what uh, Lindsey Graham had said. This is Lindsey Graham literally grilling, grilling the, uh, the nominee on policy versus right doing. You know, th- th- I mean, th- this, is, this is crazy. Literally crazy shit that we have to deal with. Literally. You know? Like, listen to this. On a computer looking at sexual images of children in the most disgusting way is to supervise their computer habits versus putting them in jail? No, Senator, I didn't say versus. That's exactly what you said. I think the best way to deter people from getting on a computer and viewing thousands and hundreds and over time, maybe millions, the population as a whole, of children being exploited and abused every time somebody clicks on is to put their ass in jail. You're damn right. Put their ass in jail. That's where they belong. They don't belong out on the streets. They're predators. Literally predators. That's not what I said. Well, what did you say? Crazy shit, guys. Uh, more on this. We got, uh, you know, the five literally reacting to the same way. Reacting. Saying that it should be, uh, you know, uh, there shouldn't be anything on this matter. Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson back for another marathon round of questions today on Capitol Hill. Jackson being pressed by Lindsey Graham about her sentencing in child pornography cases. You think it is a bigger deterrent to take somebody who's on a computer looking at sexual images of children in the most disgusting way is to supervise their computer habits versus putting them in jail? No, Senator, I didn't say versus. That's exactly what you said. I think the best way to deter people from getting on a computer and viewing thousands and hundreds and over time maybe millions the population as a whole of children being exploited and abused every time somebody clicks on is to put their ass in jail but don't worry the mainstream media has already rushed to jackson's defense and is lashing out at republicans for daring to ask the judge questions about her own record the word I would use for Tom Cotton was thuggish. I thought Lindsey Graham was screamy and weird. Josh Hawley, ridiculous. I mean, quite frankly, it looked like I saw Ted Cruz commit a hate crime. That line of questioning, which was so grotesque from Lindsey Graham. <laughs> the Republican grievance signaling, RGS. It's amazing to watch someone who is a, quite frankly, an intellectual giant be questioned by people who have really no idea about the law. All right. Yeah. They don't know about the law? Oh, Ted Cruz, he was committing a hate crime and this and... 
This is this is liberal media raging over GOP questions in the Jackson hearing. The media rages over like, oh, Ted Cruz was committing a hate crime. Lindsey Graham was being a little weird and whiny. First of all, let's go to Lindsey Graham. How in the hell was he uh, was he committing? Uh, was he being whiny? Was he being out of line? He was questioning a nominee for the highest court in the land, questioning her on policy, on law and order. How? How is that being whiny and overdoing it? Let's go to Ted Cruz. How is Ted Cruz committing a hate crime? He's asking a woman what her ideals are on this issue. And she says light sentencing? People should be in jail if they're committing this type of crime. My God. And then, oh boy, I'll plug in a video later on in the show today about literally um, uh, when they did ask her a question. You know, what do you consider a woman? What is a woman? She couldn't even answer the fucking question. Are you kidding me? Come on. One and one equals two, right? Last time I remember, I mean, I did go to grammar school. I, you know, one and one equals two, right? I mean, you know. But here is now the view, uh, literally uh, reacting to more of this crap. This is crap that we have to deal with in the federal government. Check this out, guys. I would rather have a probation officer check a guy on his computer than put him in jail when the guidelines recommend jail. Well, I would say that she's soft on crime. Hmm. Did I answer that question? Yeah. Yeah, she is soft on crime. She's she's soft on crime. I'm telling you, folks, this is this is the sick society we live in today. The sick derangement of society that we live in today. You know. But no, 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 no. The 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 liberal media will go on and literally, uh, you know. A question that all of this, all of this is hate crime and people being not fair to Jackson, right? They're not being fair to Miss Jackson. They're showing hatred. They show. They're not showing hatred. They're asking her simple questions and questions that she can't even answer. Here, here's more key moments, more key moments of literally, um, you know, uh, uh, more senators. This coming out of uh, Cory Bush uh, questioning the uh, the Supreme Court nominee, right? This was back more on the hearings. This this happened to be from what day three, day three, uh, Wednesday. Just uh, just what two days ago, on uh, Corey Bush, literally questioning the nominee, the Supreme Court Justice nominee, 
literally had her in tears. You got to check this out. I mean, this is, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, uh, you know, make fun of the woman or this and that. But I mean, you know, if you can't answer a simple question, my friend, you are not eligible to be a nominee, not only for the highest court of the land, but for any nomination close to that faction. Check this out, guys. Judges can't make law. What? Design and it prevents our government from being too powerful and encroaching on individual liberty. There is a love in this country that is extraordinary. You admitted it about your parents. They loved this nation, even though there were laws preventing them from getting together. When they were loving, there were laws in this country that would have prevented you from marrying your husband. It wasn't that long ago, it was last generation. But they didn't stop loving this country, even though this country didn't love them back. Today, you're my star. You are my harbinger of hope. This country is getting better and better and better. And when that final vote happens, and you ascend onto the onto the highest court in the land, I'm going to tell you right now, the greatest country in the world, the United States of America, will be better because of you. The sentencing having that was uh, that was Booker there, right? I, I I I did say Corey Bush by accident. That was that was Booker there, uh, from New Jersey, right? I'm going to rejoice when you become. The nominee that gets put on the bench, right? Come on. Bunch of bullshit if you ask me. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You know? But uh, that that's 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 what it is, folks. That's what it is. Uh, I want to close out this here because I think we talked enough about the, um, uh, you know, the... Uh, Miss, Miss Jackson's, uh, you know, key moments there, right? I I, I I think, you know, I, I think we know where it's going to go. You know, of course, she's probably going to be planted, you know, in in the Supreme Court, you know, because one, you know, she, she does show, uh, you know, uh, a black uh, culture. And I'm not trying to be racist by saying that, but we all know where it's going, folks. I think you and I, we both know. Right. You know, she's going to be planted there in the and I use the words loosely planted because, you know, this is. Not only a pick, but a pick that the Biden administration did on purpose. You know, we all were told by the Biden administration that there will be a black woman nominee nominated for Supreme Court justice. Right. We, we were all told that. Were we not? But I'm going to move off to the top topic here. I just wanted to touch a little bit on this topic because uh, I didn't get too much into it earlier this week. I'm going to move on to other things, guys. Uh, I'm going to be right back after these words. Don't go anywhere.
Patriot Unfiltered Raw. Good evening, everyone. With all the presses here, you must be getting very tired. Am I the 16th or 17th? At any rate, all kidding aside, thank you uh, for taking the time. I uh, Today marks one month since Russia began its carnage in Ukraine, the brutal invasion of Ukraine. And uh, we held a NATO summit the very next day. At that time, my overwhelming objective is wanting that summit was to have absolute unity on three key important issues among our NATO and European allies. First was to support Ukraine with military and humanitarian assistance. Second was to impose the most significant, the most significant sanctions, economic sanction regime ever, in order to cripple Putin's economy and punish him for his actions. Third was to fortify the eastern flank of our NATO allies who were obviously very, very concerned and somewhat at worried of what would happen. We accomplished all three of these. And today, we're determined to sustain those efforts and to build on them. The United States is committed to provide over $2 billion in military equipment to Ukraine since I became president, anti-air systems, anti-armor systems, ammunition, and our weapons are flowing into Ukraine as I speak. And today, I'm announcing the United States is prepared to commit more than $1 billion in humanitarian assistance to help get relief to millions of Ukrainians affected by the war in Ukraine. Hold on, let me stop it right there. All right, he's, uh, you know, I wanted to get off the, uh, you know, the Supreme Court justice nominee. I I, I do, folks. I I don't want to be on that damn topic, you know, and and, and basically bore you, the listeners, with that crap. Uh, Let's get more of the, uh, you know, somewhat what's important, what's going on with NATO, right? I mean, it's very, very sad that we uh, that we have to uh, you know rely on you know our allies such as NATO you know to somewhat come to a peace treaty uh, you know negotiations if you want to call it that you know our president has to be flown over to Brussels just the other day and talk to uh, our NATO leaders right uh, to see what the determination should be. Uh, with the whole Russia Ukraine, we're still on Russia Ukraine, right? Uh, you know, we're not talking about COVID anymore. I think that's pretty much down the damn toilet. No one's really uh, caring to talk about it. You know, little by little, yeah, we're getting a little, you know, kind of news on it. But uh, you know, I think everybody kind of understands where COVID is. It's 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 down the toilet bowl. You know, I mean, that's it, it is. I mean, you know, whether you want to agree with it or not, you know. Um, but uh, you know, I I. I I see this here of what's going on with our president. And we have a president, literally, folks, that doesn't understand what the hell is going on. Uh, I've said this time after time. Folks, the elevator doesn't go up to the top floor with this guy. It it doesn't. It doesn't. It it stops like pretty much on the second or third floor. It it doesn't go all the way up. There's there's problems, just like we had problems today with our uh, our live stream, right? You know, you have problems. You know, I I, I hope to have these uh, streaming issues cleared up soon because there's a lot of people that do look forward to our live streams. A lot of people are like, hey, you know, we want some more live streams, and we will get them out there. Uh, you know, hopefully this doesn't become a uh, you know an ongoing issue. But you know, folks, the elevator, like I said, it doesn't go up to the top floor with this guy, uh, president. 
It doesn't. There's a lot of issues. You know, to the whole world. On behalf of all of us in the USA who didn't vote for this man. Literally. I myself, we are sorry to send this man to represent us. Please, please forgive us. Literally. I mean, I'm sending that message to the entire planet here. That I know, I, I didn't vote for this guy. And I sure as hell am not going to vote for him in 2024. And I hope you don't vote for him either. Or if you have in 2020, I'm sorry. And I'm sure that you're, you're, you're seeing, you know, just what corrupted leadership actually shows to the American people. Because, folks, we are seeing corrupt, corruption at its best, its highest level. In so many years, I mean, this president is probably the worst president, worse than Nixon, worse than Jimmy Carter, right? I, I mean, at least Nixon and Carter kind of, you know, like, yeah, they, they, they fucked up. Don't get me wrong. They did. They fucked up, you know, but, you know, Nixon, you know, he resigned. He knew, you know, he knew his time was up and Carter literally uh, was suffering, uh, all forms of dementia. So is Carter and, you know, and, and Joe Biden similar in somewhat of ways? Sure. Sure. They both clearly shown high levels of dementia. I mean, you know, to see this president, almost 80 years old, talking, Trying to have a somewhat of a decent conversation to the American people is very, very, very uh, nerve-wracking. It's embarrassing to hear this man. I'm not, folks. I'm not showing hate. Please understand what I'm trying to say here on the show. I am not showing no forms of hate. I, I'm showing honesty. I mean, seriously, when in history of presidents or leaders have we seen a guy call on specific reporters by name and what things might have to occur before to uh, facilitate such a display? I mean, seriously, folks, here's another example. If I answered the phone and sounded like Joe Biden, I would have no clients whatsoever. I, I would I wouldn't have a response. No one no one would want to buy my products. I mean, you know, it goes into further. You know, then he then he goes into answering questions by uh, by reporters. Uh, a one reporter coming in and asking a question. You got to listen to this, folks. I mean, this this is really like. Really, you know, like, okay, Joe, you know, let's try your best there, Joey. Listen to this. So you've warned about the real threat of chemical weapons being used. Have you gathered specific intelligence that suggests that President Putin is deploying these weapons, moving them to position or considering their use? And would the U.S. or NATO respond with military action if he did use chemical weapons? You know, the first... Yeah, there's a, there's a pause by Joe. See, he had, he had to pause. He's like, well, you know, and then they paused his mic. Did you hear it? And we'll go right back to it here. 
where Joe Biden doesn't know how to answer the question correctly. Listen to this, guys. This is embarrassing. Our president of the United States. Question, I can't answer that. I'm not going to give you intelligence data, number one. Number two, we would respond. We would respond if he uses it. The nature of the response would depend on the nature of the use. Uh, Josh of Bloomberg. Fired your voice. I'd have been elected a lot earlier. I'll give it a try. He's got a long arm. Thank you. Uh, can you uh, talk to us about two things, sir? One, since your conversation with President Xi of China, have you seen any indications of action or lack of action from China that has led you to believe whether they will intervene and help Russia, either with the sale of arms or, or the provision of supplies to support this war in Ukraine? And secondly, uh, can you say whether this, uh, the conversation today turned to the subject of food shortages and what the U.S. will do to address wheat shortages in particular as a result of this war? Thank you. On the first question relating to uh, President Xi Jinping of China, I had a, uh, a very straightforward conversation with, with Xi uh, now, I guess it's uh, six days ago, seven days ago in that range. And uh, I... Uh, made it clear to him, I made no threats, but I made it clear to him that make sure he understood the consequences of him helping Russia, as had been reported and as, as what it was expected. And uh, I made no threats, but I pointed out the number of American and foreign corporations that left Russia as a consequence of their barbaric behavior. And I indicated that uh, I knew how much he, uh, because we had long discussions in the past about... Wow, Joe, we're asking, now the reporter is asking about food shortages, right? Literally asking about food shortages. And he's going, like he's baffling onto something entirely different that has nothing to do with what the reporter initially had asked the president of the United States about food shortages. He's talking about, I initially, I didn't make any threats to President Xi of China and uh, basically was uh, referring to Russia. And, uh, Joe, we're talking about the fucking shortages of food. What the hell does it have to do with the with, with, with other countries? I mean, come on. Are you people not seeing this? I'm seeing this. I mean, Joe Biden, literally, and I'm going to quote this here. I don't think you would find one European leader who thinks I'm not up for the job. I'd have to agree. I think you'll find they all know Biden isn't up to the job. <laughs> yeah, that last part, folks, I put that in, and that wasn't part of his uh, his initial quote. But, folks... Come on. Are you not seeing this? I'm seeing this. This is embarrassing. Literally embarrassing. That we have a president that that just that doesn't know what the hell's what's what's going on. There's no way in hell. No way in hell that this president Got over 81 million votes. No way in hell.
I mean... I don't know, folks. I don't know. I mean, this is literally the worst president administration of all time. Worse than Barack Obama. Worse than George W. Bush. Hell, even worse than Carter, Nixon, and Clinton. I mean, ay, ay, ay. But the poll numbers, oh boy, the poll numbers. We're going to get into the poll numbers, folks, right after these words. You're not going to want to miss this. Kaylee Menachini, uh, uh literally, uh, literally uh, saying that the poll numbers are outrageous. They're, they're out of control. Right after these words, guys, don't go anywhere. And then we're going to close it out here on the show. My name's Kyle Stumpenhorse, and I'm the owner of RR Buildings. Before I even make my first cut on site, I make sure that I've got business insurance. Now, that's where Next Insurance comes in, and let me show you just how easy it is to set up right here on your phone. All I have to do is go to the website. I'm going to enter in a... Democrats are facing an uphill climb ahead of the midterms, and it starts from the very top of the party. Imagine that. A new Fox poll shows that 54% of voters disapprove of President Biden's job performance. And now his allies are abandoning the administration's unpopular policies. Jason, I saw an Associated Press headline, Russia-Ukraine war fails to to buoy Biden. That was the essence of it. And uh, that's indeed the case. Fox has him at 45% approval. Rasmussen, 41%. It gets worse. Reuters, 40%. Grinnell Seltzer, 34%. These numbers are egregious. Well, yeah, you would think that uh, what's going on in Ukraine would distract from uh, inflation, uh, what's going on with the energy prices, what's going on on the southern border, all these other problems that Joe Biden created by the policies that they instituted. Democrats are going to try to run away and blame a whole lot of people like Putin, Putin, Putin. It's all Putin's fault. But the reality is it's the actual policies that they instituted. And you just wish the president of the United States would go to the American people and to the regulators and to the government and say, you know what? Let's take down every barrier. Let's become energy independent. And let's supply Europe with the energy products that they need. That'll drive American jobs. It'll drive down the cost of gas. And it'll make America better and stronger. But he won't do that. That's why he's going to be in the minority in Congress. He's going to lose the House and he's going to lose the Senate. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to lose it. Oh, the midterms are right around the corner, folks. He's going to he's going to lose that midterm. The Democrats are literally, uh, you know, they're, they're going to have to pack up their bags soon, folks, because, uh, you know, the 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 American people, they're seeing this. They're seeing what a president or what type of president we have in the Oval Office. Uh, the, jo- the man is not fit f- for this job. I've said this long before he ever became president. I've said this during his campaign trail. Uh, I said I've been saying this, calling this out in my podcast, uh, even you know when he was hiding into his, his fucking basement. The man is not fit for this job. And we're clearly seeing that. I'm sure the people that voted for this guy, the clown, you know, the, the clowns, the sheep out there, they're, they're starting to see this, right? And then they go by these poll numbers, you know, like, oh, the, the, the poll. To, 
absolutely no way his poll numbers are that high. You know, yeah, there's going to be some kind of, you know, glitch here and there where they're going to kind of glitch it up to make him look good and hype him up and everything else. But now, now, you know, even the, even the, uh, the, the Pelosi machine, right? The liberal machine here of America, you know, they're, they're, they're starting to blame Trump even more. You know, oh, it's all Trump's fault. You know, that's why we're that's why we're having this conflict with Russia and, you know, the Ukrainians and, you know, we're having uh, food shortages and and uh, uh, gas inflation and prices uh, skyrocketing. It's all Trump. It's all Trump. It's all Trump. Guys, Trump is not in office anymore. Stop blaming somebody that is not in office. Start taking initiation to the person that's really really to be blamed. And that's Joe Biden. He's running the show at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, not Donald Trump, right? I mean, you know, let's set the standard here, right? Voting for Biden is like hiring Jeffrey Dahmer to cater your dinner party, right? I mean, it's a little joke there. I hope everybody kind of got what I was trying to say. Uh, but even the rig polls have him low. Just imagine how bad the real poll is. Oh, I know it's bad. It's up there, folks. You know, I mean, he's polling what? Like uh, between a 25 to a 34. That's Biden's poll numbers. That's the real poll numbers. You know, the real poll numbers are soon going to be in the single digits, folks. It's getting down to that point. You know, the, U, uh, the USA, right, was net energy. Uh was a net energy uh, exporter when when uh, when Brandon took office, right? Let's just remember that that our country was a net energy exporter uh, when Joe took office, right? Brandon, <laughs> you want to call him that? He's done all of that he can to break the U.S. energy production and the U.S. economy just in a year and a, two, two years almost now, two years. We went from a energy independent country to a uh, to a country that's literally begging other countries right now, such as Venezuela, Cuba. I mean, countries that literally that don't have any money whatsoever. We're 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 begging these type of countries uh, to help us out. Literally begging them, please help us, help us, help us, right? Folks, Joe dug himself so deep in the ground that even Kamala's passage of time can't help him. I mean, literally, dug himself in the ground. Dug us in the ground along with him. But, you know, what's going to happen in the the future here? I'm going to close it out, folks, and I'm going to tell you completely what's going to happen. I predict, and this is my prediction here. This is uh, we're almost coming up to the uh, month of April, right? Uh, about uh, next week will be the first week of April. Okay, um, this is my prediction. He's going to lose the House and the Senate, but I'm more worried he's going to lose the country, war, economy, immigration, inflation, oil. And etc. He's going to lose all that, folks. And we're literally just going to go down the road with this. 
Folks, we can't have this crap anymore in this country. We need to look at the midterms as a prime example to get these freaking clowns out of office and move forward. That's what we have to do, folks. We have to move forward. We cannot move forward under Biden. Under his leadership is going to kill us as a nation. We need to bring back you-know-who, and I think you know who I'm talking about. Guys, uh, again, I do want to apologize uh, for tonight's uh, live stream. Uh, like I said, had some uh, technical difficulties uh, with big tech, right? Um, not being able to stream live on Twitch and YouTube tonight. I was really looking forward to that because I was supposed to have a guest, uh, you know, coming on the show. Um, but uh, he's going to make his efforts uh, to join us tomorrow. Uh, we were in contact with him. Uh, he's going to make his efforts to join us tomorrow on a very special stream, live stream. Uh, we're going to do the live stream, hopefully get the live stream in. Um, I like doing Spotify, Google, and Apple uh, podcast episodes. I also like doing the live stream. You know, It engages our listeners, our followers here on the show more, which I love. You know, I, I love to get the engagement. I love to get the... Uh, understanding of uh, you know what the listeners and followers want out of this uh, podcast, right? Uh, you know we're growing. Don't get me wrong, we're we're still growing as a, as a podcast, guys, and we're going to continue to grow. But uh, like I said, guys, we're going to try to get our uh, guest tomorrow on Soslin. Um, that will be joining us uh, tomorrow evening around 7 p.m. Uh, he said he's going to try to get on around 7 p.m. So. That's going to be pretty good, right? We hope to see him on tomorrow. Uh, if not, that's okay. You know, uh, we do understand that he has a schedule different from ours, and uh, it's okay. We're, we'll try to get him on in the future. But with that being said, guys, thank you for tuning in to our Spotify, Google, or Apple uh, podcast episode, and we will hope to see you tomorrow evening, guys. Thanks a lot. You just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast, an anchor platform.